Welcome to Retirement Income Solutions with the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, are ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen. Plan. Thrive. Hello and welcome to the program. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Mark Killian here riding shotgun alongside Daniel Neesmith and Bill Danner, local wealth advisors at Security First Asset Management. We want you to listen, plan, and thrive into your retirement. Of course, the team serves you here in middle Georgia area from uh, Warner Robins to Macon to Dublin all around. You can hear our voice. The guys can certainly give you a hand. And all you got to do is reach out and say, hey, I'd like to have a conversation. 800-987-1443. That's the number to call to make that happen. 800-987-1443. Or you can check them out online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Guys, welcome in. How are you? Fantastic. Doing great, man. Hey, so Daniel, tell we were talking before we jumped on the air here. Tell the listeners about the, the bald eagle thing you were sharing. Yeah, so yesterday my wife got a message from our neighbor. He wanted her to come down there and take a picture of a bald eagle in the field. We live in out in Bleckley County, so I've never seen one in my life out there. I've heard of a few people seeing them, but they're a pretty rare find, and she got some great pictures awesome. of it. Not, it was huge. I yeah. think the wingspan like six feet or something. Yeah. Insane. I wonder where he came from. I don't, I don't know. know. So, I'm thinking Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> so not something <laughs> you see too often. That's Migratory a lot well. Yeah, hey, they can do that. So that's not something you see too often down there, huh, is uh, the bald no. eagles? Yeah. No. Cool. No, they, they came south for the heat, I guess. I don't yeah, know. maybe. Yeah, maybe something. <laughs> I don't know. I have well, no maybe idea. You said it was a big field. Maybe he was hunting. Maybe he was out there. There was good uh, good hunting grounds for him. A lot yeah. Of, a lot of mice. We, yeah. we told uh, people to watch their small children. Yeah, <laughs> they're small dogs was, for sure. Yeah, it's huge. Absolutely. Huge. Well, let's get into our show today, guys. But well, I just thought that was pretty cool. Uh, you don't often get a chance to see, uh, you know, bald eagles, so pretty cool when you can talk about that. But let's dive into the program today and get started as we usually do. We got an email question that came in to complete the plan. Dot com. That's completetheplan.com. Submit your own if you'd like. Michael and Macon says, hey guys, I have several old 401ks from companies that I used to work for, and I'm getting tired of keeping up with all these statements. Can I combine them into one account? Or I guess maybe really my question to you guys is, should I combine them to one account? Well, Michael, we appreciate you uh, reaching out to us, and uh, that's a very valid question. The older we get, the less uh, complicated we want things, and you certainly can combine all your 401ks into one IRA, one individual retirement account, IRA. You can do that. Now, whether you should or not, you weigh the pluses and minuses of doing that. And uh, one thing for sure, one of the positive is that you'll be able to control your investments, whereas now all you have is the limited availability of, of options within inside each 401k. But over time, you will want to combine them and combine them into your own IRA and then select the appropriate investments for the time horizon that you're looking to invest from. And it also, obviously, it's at some point in time is going to be part of your retirement plan that you need to put together. So control and uh, simplicity, I think, would be the simple way to, to answer your question. And uh, give us a call. We can sit down and maybe help you uh, orchestrate that. And not only that, but uh, have it tied to a long-term uh, lifetime income blueprint plan that we offer to all of our clients. 
We appreciate you giving us a call today. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate the question. And, uh, you know, it's one of those situations where a lot of people are in that same boat, so don't feel, you know, uh, hesitant to go ahead and take that next step and go ahead and call. Or, or if you have a similar problem with as Michael does, reach out to the guys, 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443. All right, Daniel, hit us up. What you got for a fact of the week? Well, this is one that kind of kind of surprised me. I didn't I didn't know that uh, things were this bad. You know, we've got a lot of scams going on out there. We like to warn people about that. And one thing that, in, in particular, is internet scams. This is along the lines of that. But here's the fact: more than ninety percent of logon tries at online stores are from criminals. Fewer than ten percent are from real customers. And also, hackers are responsible for sixty percent of logon traffic at banks and airlines. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? Whoa. Wow. Come on. Wow. Yeah, 60%. So, you know, if you're banking with somebody, you want to make sure that you've got some good security. You know, we recommend uh, to make sure that they have a great track record of that. But 90% of all login traffic? On online stores, but stores? yeah, for 60% for banks and airlines. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So, Man. Pretty shocking stuff. Yeah, Man, really. So, yeah. Go back to a hole in the ground somewhere in the backyard. Well, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's just going to, I mean, we do everything, you know, the, the way we do things now. And I think that's, those numbers are always going to be kind of high and a little scary, I think, to some degree, because it's just, I don't know, kind of the nature well, of the, the world we live in, right? Yeah, they it, keep changing the scams is what's so hard about it. That's true. Know. Very true. I, I always get the never, one that, that says, you need to call right now because of, you know, back taxes or something like yes. that. And I'm like, I had I, that one last week. I've never had back taxes owed, so no, I'm not dumb. And like, when does the government call you with a with a number and leave a message? Like, they send you document, they send you like, you know, registered like, letters. Registered letters, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you got to yeah. be careful with that. Well, stuff. we had a we had an educational event two weeks ago, and we brought some folks in from the Better Business Bureau to talk okay. just about internet security. And, right. Uh, it was very well received, and frankly, we really don't, most of us don't know what to do. Yeah, it's very yeah. true. Luckily, these guys don't get it right all the time. They're usually wrong when they try to get into these. Yeah, but they're throwing a lot of darts. Yeah, yeah they throw exactly. a lot of darts. Yeah, hoping that a few stick. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Well, you know, Bill, since you mentioned that, I'm glad you did. So you guys do these different educational classes and events, and it's not always just about, you know, the retirement planning process. So, you know, like you just mentioned, you guys did one with the Better Business Bureau about, uh, you know, internet security. So these are all things that you can kind of take advantage of whenever you, you know, decide to come and talk with the guys at uh, Security First Asset Management. So check out their events tab on their website at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Go to the events tab and check out some of the classes that they do offer and uh, shoot them an email or call the number and you know let them know you'd like to come in and, and uh, talk with them and sit down and and participate in some of these things you'll certainly find them helpful 800-987-1443 or like i said go to completetheplan.com all right guys so let's talk about my topic today here to start off the program that's guessing gone wrong have you guys ever made a guess on something and it didn't pan out to work very well for you oh my goodness <laughs> Like never. How, like how close he's, he's looking right at me. He's I'm looking not right sure at that you. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's bad news. Never. That never happens. You know. Yeah. Bull. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We we all do that. And so whether you think you make an, an educated guess or most often it's an uneducated guess, it's usually just never pans out very well. So let's talk about how you know guessing gone wrong can certainly be a bad scenario 
in our retirement journey. And let's start with the biggie. You know, how much monthly income do we need? That's a major question that we all ask. And you shouldn't really settle for, well, I guess since we have 4000 a month coming in now, let's say, that should be fine for retirement. Don't guess, find out, right? Yeah, I think, Bob, the biggest challenge we have is when we sit down with some folks, it's how much money are you spending every month? What are your expenses? You get this glossy look, and they look at each other, husband and wife, and, oh, about maybe 2000 2500 Well, it's never right because you give them an expense sheet to start adding things up, and it comes back 4000 not 2500 So if they're thinking they can survive well on 2500 and their expenses are four, they don't have a clue. So this is a difficult thing. Don't underestimate your income needs, and that happens all the time. Let's let's get factual about what your needs are, and and then we got to add to it what you want to do. So the the must-haves and the want-to-haves have to equal. We have to have enough income to equal that at least, or we're we're behind. And sometimes we find the other thing happening: folks overestimate how much money they're going to need, and and then they they work longer than they should, perhaps, or. They never spend anything and trying to accumulate more, and their lives are miserable. So there is a number we all need to know, and it's associated with what our lifestyle is, which comprises of what our must-haves are and what our want-to-haves are. Yeah, so certainly, again, not guessing at your monthly income needs in retirement is something you don't want to do. You know, you want to make sure you've got that true income plan that helps you avoid uh, that big mistake because things are going to change, and of course we talk a lot about having a budget. And sometimes when people hear that, they go, "Well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have to live off a budget." We're not talking about living constrained. off, of right? Yeah. We're not talking about that. We're just constrained. talking about guidelines to just kind of help you frame, kind of do the framework of what you're looking at, so that you understand these things. So another category, guys, for guessing gone wrong is maybe major purchases in retirement, and I think for this one. Maybe people sit there and they go, well, am I going to have major purchases in retirement? What do you guys think on this? I think they absolutely will have major purchases in retirement, whether they want it or not. Uh, You know, we call this category special expenses. They certainly need to plan for that contingency of having to come out of pocket with things that they may not anticipate. For example, you know, maybe your home that you own will need a new roof. Those certainly are not inexpensive. Right? You ever put a roof on a house? I have, and I was shocked. <laughs> right. Yeah. Very expensive. Yeah. It's probably twice what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, you might have a daughter getting married. Oh, gosh, That's, I had four of those. You better <laughs> wow. quadruple, quadruple the price of a roof <laughs> for that one. <laughs> but uh, new cars, these, these types of things, not only do they come up, you, you know, they need to be planned for. You need to think ahead. And uh, the big part is where do, if you're already taking income out of your portfolio and you're paying taxes on that income, you got these extra special expenses when you happen to take out additional income. Hopefully you can do it from a place that's going to be a little more tax efficient than simply taking it out of your IRA and paying all the taxes on it, maybe putting yourself into a higher tax bracket. So we have to think about that as well, not just the impact on the budget, but the tax impact of it. It's something we talk about. You know, when we do the retirement budget, we have the special budget where we have our clients go through and look at the differences between their current spending habits and income needs in retirement. We have to think through those things, the impact of special expenses like these. Okay, so when we're thinking about all the different things that can hit us in retirement, and let's be clear too, guys. So like planning for a major purchase is different than the emergency fund. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be. You don't want to touch that, right? No. Yeah, the emergency fund there has got to be for an emergency, usually short-term money. It's in a bank, savings account, not not an investment account. 
I wouldn't take, unless it was some kind of special circumstance, take the money needed for a roof out of an emergency fund because then you deplete your emergency fund. But, you know, maybe there is the, if that's the best place to take it from, you have a different way to replace the money. If it's going to reduce the tax bracket by carrying some right. uh, withdrawals over into the next year, there, there may be a... Makes sense. Yeah. Well, and, and the reason I, reason I asked you that is because when you mentioned roof, that's the first thing I thought of, because I know we've talked before when we discussed, like, a topic was emergency fund, and we're saying, okay, so, like, if, you know, if your roof is damaged in a storm, so there guy, I guess there could, I guess, I guess there could be ways yeah. of looking at it, right? So... If right. you're heading to retirement and you know your roof is already 20 years old and sometime in retirement you're going to need to replace that, you could be planning ahead of time versus that you know storm incident or something like that. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Completely good. different. Completely different scenario. So again, planning for major purchases can go a long way and you don't want to just guess at that. Uh, you're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with the team from Security First Asset Management. All right, guys. So guessing about the impact of inflation, obviously a huge boo-boo and something that we don't want to do even though it's kind of maybe hard to pin down inflation you can still plan accordingly correct yeah you're just understanding that it's part of the challenges we have in retirement is understanding what our purchasing power is going to be like in the future it's a it's something that slowly slips upon us and i think most people can realize at some point in time things are costing more but it's good to have a good education on how things work uh, you know over time for example, if you retire at 65 and you need $5,000 a month and you live another 20, 30 years in retirement, you're not going to need 5000 anymore. You're going to need 10000 hypothetically, with 2 to 3% inflation. So, yeah, it, it's going to cost more, and uh, we, you need to plan for it. So your income will go up and will need to go up over time to adjust for inflationary pressure, which is nothing more than loss of purchasing power. So we... We need to understand what the impact is. When we do plans, we always put inflation numbers in there so they understand over time that their assets and their income has to go up with inflation or otherwise they're losing purchasing power. Yeah, it's like a hidden tax, a stealth tax. You know, they're purchasing power of our dollar. <laughs> it's a stealth ninja yeah. tax. <laughs> it really is. I mean, think about it. If we didn't have inflation, you know, our purchasing power. I've seen a chart before. It was the value of the dollar from 1880 to 1913. Uh, when someone retired, their money was worth more and more and more over that period of time. Inflation case, did right? not start until right. 1913 with the Federal Reserve. <laughs> so, well, what what is it? The last hundred year plus history, it's three point two eight percent. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's a that's a big number. Yeah. Yeah. So that means that uh, January of every year, we're spending uh, more money than we did the year previously. In other words, our dollar now requires us to be a dollar three or whatever it is to buy the same amounts of goods right because our dollar dollars worth 97 cents or whatever well we're so, all three and yeah. we're all three in different age brackets here on the program um you know bill and daniel and myself we're all daniel and myself are a little bit closer but we're all in three different categories here but i like to call inflation for me it's the snicker bar effect every now and again the snicker bar is one of my favorite treats to give myself and i'll go get a snickers bar and i'm like man when do these things start staying over a dollar and they're not that big and i think about when i was you know high school or college and they were 50 cents or 35 cents they were you probably know. bigger as well. And they were bigger yeah. as well, yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's... I remember getting a canned Coke for 25 cents at Walmart. Exactly, well, yeah. I'm going to date myself. Okay. How about a nickel Coca-Cola? Oh, yes. Awesome. Yeah, that's what my dad would how tell about me, a three cent? How about a three-cent stamp? Was that yeah. 1967? <laughs> well, gasoline was 19 cents a gallon in 67. That's true. You're picking I remember when it was out. 78 cent one time in the 90s. Yeah, I used to shine shoes in a barbershop for 50 cents a yeah. pair. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, I paid eight dollars and seventy five cents to get my boots shine. There you go. At the barber shop not too long ago. I, I do have a picture of me filling up my car, my seventy uh, seven Firebird in the late eighties uh, at the gas station, and the gas price is behind me on the sign. It's seventy nine cents. And my daughter saw that, and she was like, shut your face. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, a reality. And, and a most reality. people drive cars that cost more than the first house. Oh, yeah, nowadays yeah. for sure. So, I mean, we all know inflation's there, but we it is one of the areas where it tends to get overlooked a lot of times in the planning process by – uh, especially when you're dealing with some of these places that are offering this cookie cutter type of setup. And that's one of the reasons that we always stress to, you know, to talk with the team at Retirement Income Solutions, to really talk with someone in your community who, who's going to know you and kind of be there in the backyard to kind of help you, so to speak, and really work through all the scenarios that are going to factor into your retirement plan. 800-987-1443, your number to call. 800-987-1443. One more quick one, guys, before we got to go here and take a quick break. How much uh, healthcare cost is going to factor in? Again, guessing could be potentially really dangerous when it comes to healthcare. Wow. Yeah. Well, healthcare costs. Uh, you know, it really is sort of a guess. We don't know. We know well, I one guess that's thing. Fair. They're, yeah. They're going up twice the rate of inflation currently. You know, in in the state of Georgia, the last ten year average has been about four and a half percent increase per year in healthcare costs. So if you need a, a nursing home today, you know it's around six thousand bucks. But imagine this, if, if you're 60 years old and, you know, you don't need a long-term care or nursing home care at age 60, maybe. But when you get to be age 80, that may be twelve, thirteen thousand dollars $13,000 a month. So it is really impactful to your assets, to your lifestyle, and it can turn everything on its head. And so it's something we, in fact, most Americans, it ranks right up there with not having enough assets. It is the cost of health care. They don't know what they're going to do about it. There's a lot of fear surrounding it. So it's something that we need to plan for. We need to think about how we're going to pay for extended health care costs, at-home care, assisted living. When our health starts to fade, we've got to have a plan in place. Where's the money going to come from? How would that impact us if we didn't have a plan? Fortunately, there's tools available to help offset that risk. And, you know, today we've been talking about guessing gone wrong. We don't want you to guess at these things. We want you to know exactly how much income you're going to need in retirement, where that income is going to come from, and factor in things like inflation and health care costs. So if that's something you've never done, we encourage you to give us a call. Absolutely. And all you got to do is reach out to the number here I'm going to give you right now. And that is simply by dialing 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443. That's your number to call to get yourself on the calendar for the no-cost, no-obligation consultation with the team and talk about some of the things we discussed today. Don't just guess at them. Sit down and have that unique conversation and really kind of dive into that and get more accurate answers for your own situation. 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive. We'll be right back. Visit our website for details on the services we provide, education videos, our great learning center, and to find out about upcoming events. It's all on completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive with local wealth advisors Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith at Security First Asset Management, serving us here in the middle Georgia area, uh, Dublin, Warner Robins, Macon, all around. If you can hear our voice, the guys can certainly give you a hand with your own retirement journey. They are retirement income certified professionals, as well as national social security advisors. 
and all-around good dudes to have a conversation with. So give them a jingle, get on the calendar. 800-987-1443 is your number to call. And guys, we got another email question here on the program, as we always do. Uh, Miss Frida is in Warner Robins, and she's got a question for you. She says, uh, I've heard some people advertising that they can teach you ways to avoid paying taxes in retirement. To me, it sounds like a scam, so I haven't bothered to look into it. Can you tell me what you think about it? Well, Frida, you know, that's a great question. You know, we want to avoid scams. People in jail don't pay taxes, so we don't want to get involved in any kind right. of situation where you're, you're going contrary to the law. But I'll tell you what, I don't know your age, but let's just uh, assume someone's a little bit younger and they have time to save money in accounts that aren't going to be taxed in the same ways as if you put it all into 401ks and tax-deferred accounts. See, most people, uh, when they save for retirement, around 90% of retirement savings savings is tax deferred, meaning that when you take the money out in retirement, you pay taxes at the time of withdrawal. Unfortunately, that tends to have a compounding, a negative compounding effect on the tax implications. So if you're a little bit younger, it makes sense to me to have some tax-free accounts. Then in retirement, for example, if you have Roth IRAs and you're taking money out of the Roth IRAs in your 60s or, or whatever age you're in, you're not paying taxes on that. Another example, if you weren't lucky enough to save money into tax-free accounts, but you let's say you retire at age 60, well, you may have an opportunity to take withdrawals from IRAs and do small Roth conversions up until age 70. It's harder to do it at age 70 because at age 70 and a half, you have to take out required minimum distributions from your IRAs, and uh, those don't count towards Roth conversions. So we like the idea of, you know, you retire at age 62, and if you're in the 15% tax bracket or below, doing small Roth conversions, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a year to get it over into a tax-free account. Anytime you can convert in the 15% tax bracket, for most people, that would make a lot of sense. So there are some strategies to reduce your taxes in retirement, and uh, you, you certainly want to think about taxes. It's not just about risk versus reward. We have to think about tax advantages. Well, great question. We certainly appreciate it. I don't know if she happens to work at the Frito-Lay plant, but that would be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> Frida at Frito-Lay. Frida at Frito-Lay. She's probably like, I hear that all the time. <laughs> so no, no, offense, no offense if that was the case. It's just really cool. If, if she if she does work over there, why don't you send us a case of uh, just regular original. <laughs> there, you, there you go. You like the plain Original chips, potato huh? chips. Original yeah, potato well, chips. There you go. Just, there you go. <laughs> A little a little potato chip pass along would be great. We appreciate it. No, seriously, thank you so much for the question. Great question and a really good point because a lot of people do share a similar thought. Uh, reach out if you got same questions or concerns as Ms. Frida. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. Guys, let's have a little fun here on this last piece. Uh, my last topic here I want to talk about is the, um, you know, the old like cartoons and even movies and stuff where you had like the angel on one shoulder and the demon on the other. The devil on the other kind of like, you know, chewing in your ear, telling you things that you should be doing. Uh, I was thinking about that same kind of analogy when it comes to, you know, dealing with our money and things like that. We might have like the voice of fear on maybe one shoulder and then the voice of greed on the other. You know, they're both kind of warring for our attention, uh, trying to get us to do some things that, you know, they want us to do when we find ourselves emotionally wrapped up in a financial situation. So we kind of call this the voice of greed, if you will. And it's just like for Bill, you know, maybe he's got, there's two things sitting there and one saying, get the potato chips. And the other one's saying, no, don't get the potato chips. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So let's talk about Sorry, that. Frida. Sorry, Sorry, Frida. That's okay. We're going to have, we're going to have some fun with that. But the voice of greed. So let's kind of play around with this a little bit and have some fun. You might hear that voice, that little guy sitting on your shoulder, telling you to do things that you maybe know better than 
can, but it's hard to kind of ignore it sometimes. So let's start off with the market. The market's done really well, obviously, uh, all of 2017. It's been jumping around quite a bit this year, uh, but it's still basically holding, you know, obviously pretty strongly. So you may hear him saying, hey, it's a great time to invest, you know, put a little bit more aggressively in there so we can take advantage of this growth. So you got to be careful of greed. How do you combat that? Reality check. I think absence of a plan and understanding exactly where you are and understanding how much risk you should be taking, depending on how old you are and how far away you are from retirement. Those questions in my mind have to be answered long before I'm going to stick my neck out and take more risk. As a matter of fact, if I'm closer to retirement, I probably should be thinking about throttling back some of my risk so I don't have a big uh, hiccup if something were to correct in the market significantly. So. I think there's greed going up and there's greed going down. I mean, <laughs> I think the market's associated with greed. So we need to be concerned about what we're doing and the climate that we're doing it in. And yeah, you know, it sounds like it's wonderful going. Let's let's keep throwing money at it because it's doing nothing but going up. Absence of a plan, a lot of people do that. But uh, presence of a plan, then we understand how much we ought to allocate to risk and how much risk we should be taking overall. Okay, so pretty good answer there. When you're talking about dealing with the voice of greed, you've got to be able to combat that and have something there to counterbalance that. And of course, having that plan in place is going to help you isolate some of these things. So Daniel, maybe you hear the voice of greed. Maybe he says something like, you know, the guy on CNBC seems to know what he's talking about. So you should follow his advice quickly before everybody else figures out what's going on. Uh, you want to be careful of that kind of voice, too. You do. You know, it reminds me, you know, the guy on CNBC. There's a great band uh, back in the 70s called the Talking Heads, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we want to think about the Talking Heads on TV. They're there to entertain. They're there to hype things up. If you're going to follow that advice, you're not investing. You're speculating. We need to know the difference between speculation and investing. Investing means you, you have rationale. You have a reason to buy something and to keep it and to hold it. If you speculate, you're jumping in and out, you're following every uh, hot stock tip you have, maybe you're set up to do that. Most people are not and should not speculate on investments. They should invest and buy quality investments for the long term that fit into an overall plan. All right, so let's continue to talk about these different types of things where these little greedy voices might get us. Bill, maybe the couple next door has more money than you do. You, you know that your, you know, your neighbors are doing a little bit better or something like that. And so you hear that voice of greed say, you know, you got to swing for the fence, man. Hit these home runs so you can catch up to your neighbors. You got to keep up with the Joneses type thing. It's a very real scenario because uh, and I think it plays out every day in the workplace. Not necessarily your neighbor next door, but the uh, buddy you work with. You know, you talk about money around the water cooler and Talk about how you know great one's doing over the other, and then you stand there, you recognize, oh, I'm not in that that fun. I'm not doing that. And boy, he's having these 30, 40, 50 percent returns. I need to go rush back to my 401k and adjust it and throw everything I possibly can into that fun and ride that sucker when the ride is good. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, I mean, uh, those are all recipes for disaster. Right, um, right. It all comes about, I think, what we've been talking about quite often. We could talk about it all the time, frankly, is having a plan in place that helps us define precisely how we should be invested based on the time horizon that we're trying to do it in. Absence of those types of scenarios does cause greed to work, I mean, in our, <laughs> negatively in our lives. Right, right. So it all comes back to that. It's important to have a strategy in place, and that strategy will help us understand the kind of risk we should be taking so we don't 
have ourselves out there exposed uh, at the wrong time yeah. to a market downturn. Because it's not a matter of if, it's going to happen. It's just We just need to be prepared for it. Well, and if you think that we're harping the drum about saying, you know, plan, 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 well, think about it the same way. We're back to football season, right? You know, your team, whatever your favorite team is, college pro, whatever, they don't just go out and go, all right, here's what we're going to try today, and then they wing it. <laughs> you know, they have a plan. Nobody wings it. Yeah, I Absolutely. mean, everybody's got a game plan for things. And so you're talking about the same kind of thing, and I think people get so – oh, uh, well, I don't need a financial plan because it's just somebody trying to sell me something. And it's like, well, no, not really. I mean, it's really about having a structure that's going to work well for you. Again, maybe that's the case when you're talking about some of this cookie cutter stuff, but not when you're talking about a customized strategy to help you know get you in your specific situation to and through retirement. Well, let's finish up with our voice agreed here, guys. Uh, Daniel, maybe the uh, the emergency fund, we mentioned that earlier. You know, you might have that voice of greed saying, look, that fund is not doing anything but collecting bank dust, if you will. It's not making me any money, so we should do something more aggressive with it. Yeah, that's a bad idea. The purpose of an emergency fund is to be able to have it at your disposal right when you need it. If you get laid off of work, you have something unexpected happen, you've got liquid money there, and the key, that needs to be principal protected. It needs to be protected from market losses. If it's invested, then we have a 30% drop. Your $10,000 emergency fund is, you know, 7000 bucks. And so then what's the point of having an emergency fund? It's not the same thing. You need money in a safe place that you can access at a moment's notice without the worry of it going down. Invest your money into you know investments that's part of your plan, but keep an emergency fund outside of that, and that's the you know, voice agreed whispering to you, hey, this isn't earning any interest, <laughs> but that's not the point. The purpose of your money has to be outlined. You need safety, liquidity, and return. An emergency fund, you need two of those. You need safety and liquidity. Return is not the priority. Daniel's voice of greed whispers to him. Mine sounds like Ted Baxter on the Mary Tyler Moore show. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> mine, so, mine sounds like, you should go ahead and do this. <laughs> He's got yeah, that big radio know, voice. It's important that we realize that you know, our listeners out there, we're here to try to help you understand what you need to be doing. Yeah. And uh, we're not here trying to sell you on a, a plan necessarily, but a process. The process of investing money should be done and done so with the goal in mind. And uh, you, you need planning to do that. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of my last one here, you know, Bill, for you, I would, guess I would say is, you know, you might hear that voice of greed, I guess, in Daniel's voice. It's a much softer voice. You know, maybe you're just better off doing everything by yourself instead of giving your money away to an advisor to help you. These DIYers hear this voice a lot, but there really is an importance to have, uh, you know, a professional on your side. Well, of course, we would agree with that, but I think uh, if you look at statistical data, that kind of bears out that the folks that do utilize uh, experts in any field get better results. And we're particularly talking about the investment field, but uh, it's true anywhere. I mean, you don't hire somebody that marginally knows air conditioning to fix your air conditioning system in your home. Certainly, you need somebody that's a professional to help you uh, put a plan in place that's going to encompass probably the majority of your adult life in retirement, uh, where you want to thrive and you don't want to worry about money. So I think absence of value, paying someone to help you, is a waste of money. But value is what you're paying for. You're paying for something that uh, can help enhance your situation at a point where you don't uh, necessarily have all the answers. And somebody could help guide you through the pack as a good quarterback. That's what that's what we do. We we base everything and all our investments are based on plans. So, uh, absence of value, fire us. But uh, I think we bring value, and 
and that's the cost of, uh, of having a good plan and, and a successful retirement. So we encourage everyone that's listening to us today, we're grateful for you listening, but we encourage you to to sit down and, and think about where you are and what you want to do and, and decide whether you want to to have a conversation with somebody like ourselves, and we invite you to do so with us so we can help you understand where you are and uh, identify your lifetime goals and what you're trying to accomplish and put a plan in place to help you get there. So if you fit that category, don't hesitate. Give us a call today. We're very passionate about our community being well-prepared for retirement, and we want to extend an opportunity to you right now to help you be sure that you're well-prepared. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you if you call in the next 15 minutes and have at least $100,000 set aside for retirement. We'll talk about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, and how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little as possible in taxes, and make sure that you don't outlive your money. Now, you might say, I don't really have to call in the next 15 minutes. And yes, it's true. You could probably take care of it in the next week or even the next month, but here's the deal. We've been coaching people on retirement planning for a long time now, and we've learned that it's too easy to procrastinate or get distracted. So if you don't start the process now, there's a very good chance that maybe you aren't going to do it at all. So the first coaching that we're going to give you is to encourage you to take the first step right now. For almost anybody, that's the hardest part. So for there, it's really not a painful process whatsoever. So if you're ready to finally get a plan in place, give us a call right now. And that number is 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443 to get yourself on the appointment calendar with the team at Security First Asset Management. That is Daniel Neesmith and Bill Danner, local wealth advisors here in the middle Georgia area. They are retirement income certified professionals, national social security advisors, as well as they can work with federal employees and provide that complimentary Federal Employee Benefits Analysis, 800-987-1443. That's your number to get on the calendar. No cost or obligation. Again, no cost or obligation. 800-987-1443. Guys, as always, thanks for being on the program this week. I appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. We had a great time. Thank you, Mark. We'll do it all again next week here on Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.